All right, welcome back to the Wheel Deal Podcast, powered by Circle Beat Diecast. We're here post most exciting race of the season, in my opinion, uh, Atlanta too. Yeah, man. What a race! And I mean, look, you, you know, we're we're Chase fans, but yeah, not even but who it's not even who won the race. It's, I gotta it's, say, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Chase Chase won the race. Don't get me wrong. I am more happy for Tori LaJoy, even though he had oh, a yeah. I am I'm just so happy to see that team finally get it up, get it up front and run where we all know that they they, they, they can do. Um so hats off to Corey. Great job, buddy. Um you you fucking rocked it, kid. So good job. Sorry, that's my I opinion. just wish that him throwing it up top and Chase throwing the block. I mean, he got loose, corrected it, and then he lost it. I, I really wish he would have finished in the top five because he deserved that. Like he had a, he had a top five. Deserved... Yeah, yeah. Wow, I mean, a lot of good cars wrecked early. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we'll get into Ross Chastain later. And that's a whole. Yeah, I just want to throw this out there. It's a great. Uh, this is a great. This is a great meme idea. Which Ross is hated more, Ross from Friends or Ross Chastain? <laughs> uh, 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 so, or put a put a picture of Ross from Friends and be like, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell my I'm gonna tell my kids this is Ross Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> meme it. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, so we can start it off. It's uh, one of those weird weeks again where. Uh, either the trucks or the or Xfinity are at a separate track, and they kind of run it like almost like split afternoon on Saturday, which is actually kind of starting to piss me off a little bit. I, I I'm not liking this this setup. Problem is, is the 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 first race of the day starts early. Um, when you're trying to get your afternoon started on a Saturday, and then the the second race in the evening doesn't start till like five, and it's like. I got dinner plans, man. I got like 40th birthday parties to go to. I got like, just want to take my kids out to dinner or, or take them somewhere in the evening on Saturday. Like, it's just a weird start time to start a race at five o'clock on a Saturday. That's just, that's like doing things time on Saturday. Well, right? that's why, that's why Alexander Graham Bell invented the DVR, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't going to be home until late. So I was like, whatever. I'll just, Kind of pay attention to it on my phone, so I did not. I didn't see the Xfinity race. I did watch the truck race before we left. But hey, pass off to Parker Clickerman coming out of the booth and getting a dub. Man. I was, I was, uh, I was pleased with that. That was that was nice. Although, if Postavar made a push and was up there contending because he was in the top three, um, yeah. I wouldn't have been mad because the kid deserves a win. He's been he's been looking for one. Um. Yeah, no, it was a good race. Haley, Haley Deegan had a top ten. I was gonna say, shout out to HD One, got her, got herself a top ten. That Craftsman truck looking good. Yeah, I I bought one diecast of hers from last year, and it was the Craftsman truck. That's a that's a sharp looking ride. That's I don't know what your tool of choice is, but Craftsman, Craftsman's my thing. I've always oh, liked Craftsman. Yeah, they're they're my tool. Craftsman dog guy, I get it. Oh. Uh, yeah. So you know. Great uh, weekend for racing. I'm glad the weather held up. I was really worried about losing. Yeah. Losing Atlanta, but uh, 
I got to tell you, I, I think I was watching something with Jeff Burton. I think it was Motormouths yesterday, and he was talking about the track and how that was probably the most exciting race that we've seen all year, and I don't disagree with him. I mean, there was there was mm-hmm. a lot of lead changing. There was a lot of, of, of dicing it up in the front. There was a lot of just – it wasn't pack racing, you know, which is what we don't want. So it was nice to see that just back and forth kind of kind of deal. Yeah, you would um, you would get a lead pack, right? Except for that one sequence, kind of about a third of the way through the the third seg- third stage, um, they did get kind of single file, and it was a long single file line, um, which even at Daytona and Talladega, that seems to happen. Because it's like they slice and dice early in the race, and then they settle down, and they kind of just like click off laps before um, before the end of the race, just to kind of get through it. And you know, that, that always tends to be the the boring point of the race. But overall, it was uh, yeah, it was a good race. I, I I like the lead changes. There was a lot of guys up there that you don't typically expect, but they're kind of you know, I felt bad for Chris Busher because he was running well. He got kind of he didn't get wrecked out, but he got damaged kind of early on, I think, in stage two. And, you know, it is what it is. What's always interesting is when you have these plate tracks, um, or usually qualifying kind of helps sort out the faster cars. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit of a different dynamic. Cars started off sloppy at the beginning of the race. They were all just wrecking loose. Um, but again... I, I don't I don't think I agree for especially like look these teams have notes on Talladega in the spring and Talladega in the fall and how the track changes these teams have notes on Daytona in February and Daytona somewhere in the summer now it's the end of the summer but you know they know how these cars are going to behave at those tracks so I understand why it's no practice but Atlanta second time seeing it First race was a cool race. Second race was a, a midsummer hot one in Hotlanta. Um, I don't know why they didn't give them practice. They did. Then, no, they had no practice. It was supposed to be it was supposed to be only qualifying. But qualifying got rained out. So that was part of why I was saying usually qualifying kind of trims out who's the faster car. So you, you start with the fast cars up front. There was a lot of guys who started out back um, who had to make their way forward. Uh, so, I don't know. It was... I think they should have had practice. I think they, they should have tried to fit something in in the, in the, you know, in the morning or something on, on Saturday just to let them shake down the cars a little bit. And it, and it showed, right? Like, this isn't about the drivers getting experience on the track this is about teams being able to diagnose the cars to you know get them ready hey did you catch that in tech uh they found uh magnets on ross chastain's car that match up to denny hamlin's quarter panel <laughs> why i mean we're, we're gonna get to that when we get to the cup race oh man I just, I can't, for the life of me, can't believe 
And he has magnets on the right side of his car for Martin Truex's car. So, I mean, there's that too. Magnets don't attract in the same way on both sides. So they must have swapped them in the JTR. So the right-sided magnets are attracted to Denny because he keeps getting into Denny's right. Right. His right front keeps getting into Denny's left back. And apparently, you know. And then you have Martin Truex, you know. The magnets on the left side of, of Chastain's car match up to Truex's right rear. So, yeah, man, I you know, I'm pretty sure JGR's body shop is mailing track house a bill. Just saying. Yeah, three cars wrecked, man. I mean, you could you could kind of argue that, that the first, uh, the first wreck with Truex was was just um, unfortunate racing incident, but. I looked at it this way. I was like, why aren't you square? Look, you know all these cars are wrecking loose in the first stage. They were not. They hadn't tuned those cars up yet. I don't understand why he wasn't, like, flush on his bumper. He was off center to the right. And, and I mean, look, you're in the corner. You gave him an arrow push. No, you didn't touch him. Which gave him an arrow push when you didn't need to. And I mean, it is what it is. Are you talking smack to a fly? Oh, kids trying to talk. What the... So, yeah, I don't understand what he was thinking. It, it just doesn't make sense. It, you know, it's, um, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I mean, look, look, is... when, I, when I have somebody who's mad at me at work, I don't yeah. I don't follow him around in the hallway. Like I steer clear. <laughs> like, don't be don't be stealing their damn lunch. You're either. on Truck's shit list. You're on Denny's shit list. Like those are the two times where you, you just you need to let it let it down. Right? If you're gonna lose a position, you lose a position. Yeah, so I mean it, Ross has got to clean these mistakes up. He really does. Uh, I mean, he's gonna have a problem come fucking. Well, we're probably gonna get to see it in Bristol. Right. Yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be some fireworks. Um, <laughs> and not just at the end. It's not gonna be quarter, man. And I'm telling you, as as how many times have we seen when drivers are having a feud that at some point or another during a race. They're going to end up around each other, and they end up around each other a lot. It's well, just got to. It's karmic. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just it's karmatic almost. It's it's just so weird how they always end up around each other. Well, we know why, Gary. We know why NASCAR's rigged because it died with Dale. <laughs> yeah, NASCAR rigged this weekend. You didn't know that, hometown boy went and race. I mean, hometown boy. Get- Takes a broom and sweeps the whole damn thing. It's gotta be rigged. Pole. First, check. second, third. Yeah. Stage one. Check. Check. Stage. Check. Check your flag. Check. Coil of joy. In the wall. Check. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, look. <laughs> uh, so somebody was trying to argue online earlier today. They're like, well, Denny got into the to the right rear quarter of uh, of Chastain in stage one, and I'm like, yeah, but guess what? He didn't wreck him. You know why? 
He rubbed him. He barely touched him. Well, you know why? Because skill out trumps speed all day long. Right. You can you can you can you can get into somebody and get off of them and the right place on the track and just kind of move them, right? Get them a little loose. <laughs> we have to find a better way to describe that. Describe what? Oh, I don't you know. Even know say, what I said. You can't say you, you can't get into somebody, then get off of them. If at any point you want on the track, like that just does not sound PG 13 to me. Because when All you right. said that, that's what she said. And I was like, mm, that's probably not good. I know. Enough. I was like, that was a that was a whole that's what she said. But that, that all right, fair enough. I will refrain from that that messaging. Um all right, so fantastic racing all throughout the pack. Um you know what I really liked about this over over the other two uh super speedway races this year? Minus the other Atlanta race. Um the bottom line and the top line kind of interchanged as the dominant line throughout the race. Yeah, definitely there was definitely right. a switch. You could see that them going back and forth. And even in one of Corey's interviews, he said, I went low on that restart because I thought that was going to be the faster line. He said, no, I just, I was wrong. And, uh, you know, he had, and you know, and, and I know we talked about Corey, but, you know, let's give some props to, to Eric Jones in that 43 car. Yeah, he had a great finish too, which yeah, he needed. No, no, he didn't need it. You know, that, that Petty GMS team needed it. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about some other moves here soon. But I, I'm really, I really think he's he's showing his capability in that car. And he's actually out driving his equipment at this point. He's out driving his equipment. What The only thing that's frustrating is he's not closing out the race with, 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 with how he's performing through about three quarters of the race, something always bad is happening. And it kind of sucks because um, they're there, right? He is, he is there in the top 10. Almost, it feels like every race. And, and, it's, and it's just not, it's not clicking. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Speaking of, speaking of bad things happening to good people, uh, did you notice that they swapped the crew from from the from Bubba's car to C Bell's car, and then he lost the tire too? They need to swap that crew to the unemployment line because they're obviously there is something seriously wrong with that that team. Um, they are not good enough, and and that surprises me because usually the the Joe Gibbs pit crews are are you know. Top top notch. They're some of the best in the business. So I just I, I really... know, not that I'm not that I'm you know my feelings on this, but I I maybe Bubba was on to something. No, I mean look, you know, he, he played they made a lot of mistakes. Did I like his reaction? No, it was a little over the top. Right. But he hit a point where they had made a lot of mistakes over four to five weeks. And and it's like they were performing pretty well. Now Sunday, they they had the opposite performance of what we all expected. We expected Bubba to be up there. Something was off with that car. I don't know what. Um. Yeah, I I, I understand his frustration in that, but at the same time, look, 
you got to treat your crew with a little bit of professionalism. They are preparing your car. They are putting it on the line for you every day. You know, are they going to do great all the time? No, but uh, I mean, I guess if you look at it, you make enough mistakes, you're gonna you're gonna get mad. And yeah, I mean, he's got he's had some, but I think he's got some anchor issues when it comes to the radio and yeah, guys on the radio. I mean, he's cussed out poor Freddie Kraft more times than I want to talk about. You know, and yeah, it is what it is. These guys, your eyes and ears out there, you pay, you know you need to give them some respect. But yeah, but I digress. I, I just wanted to make the point that you know we don't totally hate the guy. He 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 was onto something, and uh, you know hopefully they, they get the kinks worked out. That's all I can say. So yeah, I think Joe Gibbs is gonna have to make some more changes. I don't know if they need to disperse these guys amongst the different teams to kind of then again it's like a virus and it's like are you just spreading all the crap around all the teams and giving everybody an opportunity to make a mistake. So. Now, what if NASCAR was run like the NFL, where every year, or, or they have to draft these guys? Like, can you imagine if there was like a draft for tire changers and Jackman and free agency? And, free agency. Yeah, like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you the left rear tire changer for the for your right rear, right front tire changer. Like, right. <laughs> can you imagine how we'd have like a big draft party, and it'd be awesome. I don't know. Maybe I'm drunk. Yeah, it'll, it'll be know. like silly season part two, which kicked yeah. off today in a big. Big, uh, big lead time. Breaking news, uh, Tyler Reddick to the 2311 team in 2024, which still means one more year of RCR. Hmm, that's going to be awkward. Yeah. I don't think RCR was too happy about it. Because they were not. I don't think they knew about it. <laughs> yeah, I... He's in a contract. He's in a contract. It doesn't mean he can't talk to these guys. Now... Yeah. Look, I'm. I don't have my tin foil hat out here, but I'm gonna make a tin foil prediction. It seems to me that DEI has not DEI. I'm sorry, JRM has made it clear that they're not coming in next year. It'll probably be the year after. Right. Are they buying the charter from RCR to take the to keep the eight car? Yeah. Why not? Fuck you, Teresa. Fuck you. Cause why not? Why not? Put put the old eight back in Junebug's court. I I mean, look. <laughs> well, so think about it this way too: is what if this is the first ball to drop that RCR didn't seem to know that this was happening, and so. Could this be a domino that happens where RCR is like, well, you know what? I don't have another driver for 2024. But they do. My There's plenty of drivers out there. Well, so, but it's an option weighing of like, I got my, I got my two teams. Do I, do I still want the two teams? And if somebody like Junior puts a, uh, a big enough offer down, that seat becomes well, more available than I think it would have been before. Remember what else happened in 24? You know? New TV contract. And that's also when they changed the – that's when they lilled all the night. If, if another manufacturer wants in, that's when, that's when they're allowed to come in. Right. So that that could be a major change. There could be major changes across the whole landscape. 
Right. With teams switching to manufacturers, the engines are going to change. The the this the way they do the engines will change. Um, you're you're going to be shuffling the deck, and 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 honestly, I think you're going to see RCR go down to one team and sell that other charter. I wouldn't be surprised. Because you know when you look at it, okay, so let's just let's just talk this out. Who really right now has a charter for sale? JTG Daughtery has one. They've kind of made it clear that they're they're ready to go to the highest bidder. Well, they have two, right? They, have, they only they have, have the one. They, the other car was no, open, the open, one. open car. So right. then the question becomes: Does do they sell out to twenty three eleven to put a third car together? Do does 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 Kurt retire? Next year, I think Kurt and then, retires. And and also in other breaking news, Eric Amarola might not be done. Yeah. It looks like Smithfield said, "Hey, bud, how much money would it take to keep you here?" And he said, "X." And they said, "Sure." Because I did not it, catch that tidbit on the broadcast, but I did. I went back and looked for it. It's there. He said, my announcement's coming, but there's more to this. Basically. I'm paraphrasing. Something Could it be part-time, or do you think it's a full-time? It's full-time, because Smithfield's not going to run a part-time schedule. And and SHR has a driver in their, in their house that doesn't have a car. Right. So... You have a driver in a contract who's not driving. Right. I mean, what's he simming? I guess he's, he's sim racing this whole time. Right. He's just standing by to substitute. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just saying, there's a lot of pieces. You think you think Eric's looking at this and saying, "This isn't how I wanted to go out. I thought I was going to have a better season than I'm having right now." And uh, I think Eric is looking at it like. Um, I still got something in the tank, and he's got someone's ass kick kick, kick over at the food line. Right. And uh, I'm I'm just telling you right now, if they don't make a if if there's not like a live breaking news story about Eric Amarola slapping Ross Chastain with a pound of bacon in a food line parking lot, I don't want it. What did Ross do to him? That's you. You didn't see that? No. Wait to hear that. Wait to hear the radioactive. There's a radioactive. There's a radio transmission where he ruffled. He Ross bumped him, and then Amarola got behind him and hit him in the ass. And then on the radio, they said, "Hey, we, we 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 told the one that we're frustrated with him." And Eric come back and said, "He better hope I don't find his ass at the food line." Oh, oh, okay. I did hear about this. So if so, if there, th- this Just is a, pissing this everybody is, off, man. I don't I don't understand what he's. I just I don't get it. He, I really don't. Well, and, I, and I think Burton said it again. At, at Motor Mouth's a great show. I I started watching it recently. I'm I'm impressed with it, even though that fucking idiot Kyle Petty's on it. Um, <laughs> which if you're a Chase fan, you like hey, he Kyle picked Petty. Chase. He picked Chase this week, so I mean he's starting to come around. Don't care, bro. <laughs> you don't. You don't burn, he napalm that fucking bridge. I'm not going anywhere near it. Fuck that guy. So my 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 bridge was my bridge was burned when 
he uh actually this is right before chase won his first race at, at uh watkins Glen. kyle said i don't think he's ever going to win a race and i said excuse me are, are you fucking kidding me like <laughs> he did something you couldn't do bubba he won a championship and he now has almost double the wins that Kyle had, but that, I digress. Hey, yeah. hey, you know. So if we were to go down the line and figure out best, who, which which NASCAR kid has won the most races? It's got to be Chase, right? Dell has 21, I think. Dell Jr., I think. That'd be, a, that'd be a good meme, but you've got, you know, you got Blaney. you got Chase. Blaney's got five, I think. You got Kyle Petty. You've got he has six or seven. I'm just saying, there's some stat there. I, I, I'm, right. I'm trying to think about who, who all there is. Well, there's, you know what? There's also Dale Jarrett. Let's not forget about him. Yeah. Yeah. And technically, Dale Sr. is a, is a kid. Technically, so, well, technically, so is Richard Petty. If you want to go down that road, oh god, yeah, no, that 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 bridge is, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, I think there's a there's some discussion there, right? Um, Second or third generations and where they stack up. Actually, that'd be a good like 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 Mount Mount Rushmore, like of second gen right. drivers or third gen drivers. Yeah, why not? Uh, let's see what else. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just spitballing here, bud. Uh, uh paid scheme of the week, huh? Yeah. Not the uh, jockey scheme, because that that barely lasted. Uh Well, it's funny. I I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my political horse here for a second. Is it just me or the jockey scheme looking at the, the the, the current situation in our in our government right now kind of tattered and bruised uh, um, uh, you, you mean duct tape bubble gum and duct tape together yes yeah it looks like somebody fell off a bike anyway um which reminds me i want to put them on a motorcycle um jockey was good I, you know I, i'm gonna give it to Corey lejoy no, I, I like that i like that color scheme. like that race scheme i did yeah, like that race neat. scheme it, it looked on the track um all right so here's my paint scheme of the week and unfortunately this is not going to be a die cast uh denny hamlin's coca-cola scheme they're not going to make that are they no they're not going to make it no coke mm -hmm. won't do it no they've already said it's it's out that raise scheme is nice the yeah, coke scheme was, was slick with the silver the which one no, I was saying that Coke scheme with the yeah. with the with the with the chrome letters look look look. It was fire scheme. Like Denny, Denny was styling and profiling with his fucking child molester beard. He had a beard. I didn't see him. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. Um. Yeah, I don't see anything else that really catches my eye. No. I didn't mind Alex Bowman's scheme either. That one wasn't bad. I forgot. Um, it was the Ally Milestone Chevrolet, but it's so, so it was 
had like some superhero on it. Didn't see yeah, it too much because he kind of wrecked out of the race. Instead of William Byron. Go back to see it. I didn't see it. It's this one. I'll show it to you. Can't see the hood to see what it, there was some weird superhero on the front of it. It's this one. Oh, that is nice. I like that. That's good colors, and it had some, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think the Denny one was was on point. It's unfortunate. You're right. Uh, they will not. I, I've I've seen already. They're not. They're not. There's no plans. Well, the eight, the Tyler Reddick's eight car looked looked pretty good too. The chai Alsko. was it the chai scheme? No, it was Alsko. <coughs> okay, yeah. That it was another one of the guys that early on had a good car and kind of got wrecked out. There's a few. Actually, Bubba's car didn't, didn't look that bad either. That light. The Lido's the Lido's yeah. car, yeah. Honorable mention definitely goes to Corey's car. Yeah, I was gonna give some love to the. Uh... I can't really see the damn thing. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But uh, yeah, Hendrick Motorsports tore up a lot of equipment. So JDR, thanks to Ross Hastine. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there. All right. Speaking of getting there, I guess we're on to uh, oh, static. Okay. Static. So, you know what I love, by the way, with the Xfinity race? Just a, a short little call out here. Uh, late race restart. Uh, to the two monster cars were starting on the front row, yeah. and uh, smashing each other, and they, and and they, they they crushed some cans there. It was pretty bad. That was good times. <laughs> it's always funny to see something silly like that. Uh, it was one of our. I don't know if it was one of our memes or if it was some one of the other groups, but. It said like monster executives and it showed the two cars together like yeah and it's like that was like, ours yeah monster executives and like I was like that thing yes 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 um so let's ask this so so we touched on the Tyler Reddick thing earlier yeah um how's this gonna play out and what other predictions do you have um for the rest of silly season because silly season has has apparently kicked off with a bang. Um, do we have something else coming soon? I, I think, or, or do you think, think this is going to lay low for about a month or so? So, and then come noticed, playoff time. Yeah. Something I noticed, and I don't know if I'm the only one that, I'm sure I'm not the only one that caught on to this, but did you see who's delivery for, uh, Truex Jr. this weekend? Interstate. Hmm. Which they I have done his car. I believe they did him last year too. 
was it would the interstate do it or the other ones? It was like because I know they pass around the Sirius XM one, and I know they pass around the. There's no one they pass around, but I don't remember interstate doing it. I thought interstate was exclusively Kyle Bush. I'm wondering if we're starting to see the writing on the wall with Kyle Bush and JGR. They keep saying there it's not for lack of offers. It's th- they're trying to weed through to get to the right offer. Which kind of sounds eerily similar to what Hendrick Motorsports did with Kyle Larson last year with Hendrick Cars. And everyone kind of like saw through the thinly veiled bullshit of you know what you had an opportunity to put your car dealerships on the car and it was a better more advantageous offer for you to do that than to take anything else i always saw it that way i don't know man part of me believes that that that's true that he he said fuck it i can fund this own car myself i don't give a shit i don't care and but it's making him money at the same time so you know why not? Hey, he just he just took the uh, the Haas automation line. You know, fucking, I'll just you know, and it works. I mean, think of all the merch. Think of all the stuff he sold. the The kid won the championship in a car sponsored by the owner. Right. Predominantly, I mean, right. and and everybody who's like, well, how come Chase keeps winning the Napa car? Because they, because they run it fucking twenty eight times a year, twenty six times a season. I know. Yeah. Right? What do you expect? I mean, I'm not a I'm not a math guy, but the law of averages says if you run a car 26 times and you get five wins, the odds of them all being in that scheme are going to be good. You know, so you know what's funny too is is early. It's, see, the reason why people are complaining about it is because the whole diecast thing. Right. Um, here's the thing: his first two seasons, when he got some wins, um. He won three races apiece, right? So 2018, 2019, he won three races. So you kind of had a variety of liveries that, that won. Yeah. And, and, and so Napa has figured out since 2020 and beyond what Chase's best tracks are. And you know what? They want to win. So guess what? They get first pick on the 26 races that they want, and everybody else gets the scraps. So when when Chase runs at the Roval, when Chase runs at Daytona, for the most part, uh, Dover, uh, any of the road courses for the no, most part, Daytona, second Daytona is always going to be Hooters, right? Uh, it's not this year, but it, you're right. In the in the past, I mean, but the 500. Napa is always going to open with oh, the 500. Because that's the primary sponsor. They, yeah, they get, they're they taking the 500. So they pick and choose races that they think that Chase is going to perform best at. And so naturally, Napa's going to going to have those sponsors. That, that's just the way it works. And the same thing goes for M&M's with Kyle Busch. You know, they, 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 pick, they pick the races. You think that Mar- the Mars Company, when they sponsored last year with Kyle, with uh, – with uh, double mint gum and Twix and all those races that, that, that they didn't specifically say, "Hey, look, our car is going to be our, our sponsor is going to be on the winning car. Let, let's do it, right? Like, pretty simple decision, right?" Well, yeah, I mean that's I mean it, it's marketing it's marketing genius, really. I mean you you just know what 
you kind of know where he's going, where his best strikes are, and that's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, they all do it. Like, look, look Martin Truex, he's always going to have Bass Pro Shops on at road courses. He's always going to have them at, at Richmond, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Now, you, you do get the whole regionality thing, but it, I mean, look, Napa is based out of Atlanta. Every Atlanta race is always going to have the Napa scheme. Period. End of story. They're based yeah. out of Atlanta. And, and you know, it's it's he gone or the. I mean, there's not a lot of drivers out there that have one sponsor. Denny Hamlin's probably one of the only ones, and even he's starting to roll in other other schemes now. Right. You know, there's not a lot of this whole. Okay, you've got this all season. Right. Because they can't afford gone it. Are the, gone are the core schemes, the GM schemes, the yeah. word quality plus, the Haviland schemes. They, they, yeah, it just doesn't happen anymore. Because the cost of racing has gone up to a point where they can't, they just can't do it. That's and that's probably why guys like like Noah Gregson are still in the Xfinity series because the sponsorship he has there can't follow him up. Right. You know, Johnny Morris isn't going to put a third Bass Pro Shop car. In the damn NASCAR, in the Cup Series, and Black no. Rifle Coffee sure as hell can't afford it. No, you know. So, I mean, look, even no. even when he does run for in that in those limited races, he's using some, you know, online game, <laughs> you know, whatever the hell that is. Well, that, but that's the colleague. That's one of colleagues, you know, goldfish yeah. colleagues deals. Um, speaking of sponsorship deals, here's a funny little thing. So in victory lane, I don't know if you noticed this, you probably didn't, uh, right before Chase is about to get the trophy for the Quaker state 400, um, he walks over to his car and he wipes all the confetti off the Valvoline sticker, proceeds to walk over to the representative from Quaker state, accept the trophy, and then kind of moves over to the left a little bit. So when they took the picture, Valvoline was right over his right shoulder, his left shoulder on the car. It's like that man knows how to do marketing. I just I thought that was funny. He like literally ran over. Like they were like, they're like, all right, we're gonna do the trophy trophy presentation now. So he put the Quaker State hat on, and then he walks over to the car, wipes off the valve, like literally, clearly wipes off all the confetti because the car is covered in confetti at this point. And and I was just like, there you go. Takes the trophy. Done. Dusted. Get that man a broom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, New Hampshire this week. Yeah, Nyland. The lobsters. Time to get the wow. lobsters. Who's getting the lobster? Who's getting the lobster up there, huh? Hopefully it's, hopefully it's not Denny Hamlin. Because, mm. one, he hates lobsters. Two, he's actually pretty damn good at the track. Um, so we shall see. Now, I, I think there's going to be one car in the way. One car. Dude, he's going to boot his ass. So what's interesting is is, is those two clowns are uh, fighting for a third win at this point now, right? Yeah. That's true. So... Before we make predictions, 13 winners so far. 
right? Or is it 12? Uh, 12. Okay. We're down to what? Six races left before the playoffs? Yeah. Let's see here. New Hampshire, Pocono, Indy Road Course, Michigan, Richmond, Watkins Glen, Daytona. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, no, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven races left. So seven races left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen winners. Thirteen winners. Seven races. Crap shoot, brother. So All right, so let's say this. New Hampshire produced a surprise winner last year. It did. Does it happen again this year? It won't be a surprise, but here's what you don't understand. I, I'm looking at the sports book right now. You know who Vegas has won in the end better 301? Martin Truex. 21? 20. Laney. Really? Has he been has he been good at New Hampshire? Because he oh. sucks at Richmond, which is sort of a, a similar kind of profile track. High tire wear, low, you know, low banking. Interesting. So it says Blaney finds off top of the board this week. Fifth place in New Hampshire last season. Mayors is fifth place in Atlanta next last week. He's poised, he's posted top six finishes in four of the past five races. Despite the points paying wins, he's currently in the top ten. Yeah, you know what? I I, I, I can see his him as one of the top contenders, but honestly, I still think Truex is a better guy there. I so if we're going strictly off the book, right? If we're going strictly off the the bet the line, you've got Blaney there. This is their order, top five. Blaney Lagano Blaney Bush Logano, Truex Hamlin. And Chase is in sixth. They have Chase at, at, at 900 to 1. Which doesn't surprise me. He sucks at New Hampshire. Well, Blaney's 600 to 1. Chastain's 1,000 to 1. Larson's 1,200 to 1. So let's just go back to what you were talking about, though. You said there's, what, seven races left? Seven races left. Three okay, spots so to get to the 16. Four. Four, we need we need four winners who don't already have wins. Right. Well, so that would be seventeen winners for four. Three would be sixteen. All right. So you got Blaney, who doesn't have a points paying win. Harvick, who can win. True. And Marola can pull one out. True X. True X. Seabell. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys that could still win a race. I mean, hell, you can throw Cora LaJoy in the fucking mix at this point at Daytona. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I got to tell you, I don't think, I I still hold hope that we can have an all winner playoff. 
Because it's not like last year where somebody cranked off 10 fucking wins. It ain't going to happen. Right. I... Look, I'm still holding out hope at this point that we're going to have not only an all-winner playoff, but one winner goes home. Well, I think that winner's Briscoe. Right now, he's the he's the guy, yeah. Is Actually, it Briscoe no. or is it Hamlin? Well, Ham- Hamlin's lower in points, but he has two wins, so Briscoe's lower than Hamlin. Baseball right, yes. I, I don't know, yeah. Actually, technically, the lowest point-standing driver... With one win is Briscoe at 443. No. Isn't it Cindric? Actually, no, it's not Cindric. Cindric is in 13th at 465. But here's the thing. Once it comes down to tiebreakers, other playoff points are going to come into a factor. Yeah. So Suarez has three stage wins. I think. Wait. Suarez has two stage wins. Briscoe has two stage wins. Cindric only has one. So since they're all outside the top 16 in points, they're not going to get any playoff bonus points for their their top 10 finish in the top 16. Um, so it's all going to come down to five. The All of them have five bonus points. So their stage wins are going are gonna to play a factor. But the no, problem is, is like, let's say a guy like Corey Joy won this weekend, but if there was 17 winners, he'd have been out because he didn't have any stage wins. And wouldn't that be a kick in the nuts? He wins at Daytona and still can't be in the playoffs. Right. Well, think about it this way, too. He's still 31st in points. So even if he would have won on Sunday, he still would have had to climb into 30th just to, to still qualify. And you have to be in the top 30. Even if you get a win, you still have to be in the top 30. Look at, I mean, look at A.J. Allmendinger last year. He was part-time. He won on the Indy Road Course, which, by the way, surprise, Indy is, is one of those um, weird configured tracks that could lead to um, some strategy play, for sure. I mean, hell, Watkins Glen, same thing. So right now... Right now, I just pulled up the NASCAR.com playoffs playoff standings. If the season ended today, Chase is first, Chastain is second, Logano is third, Blaney is fourth, even without a win. Because of his, hold on, let me. No, I take that back. Yeah, what the hell? This doesn't make any sense the way they do this. Well, you have to realize, too, is, is that okay, as long as there's not them. 16 winners, as long as there's not 16 right. winners. If the playoffs um, started today, it would be it would be Elliot, Chastain, Logano, Blaney, Byron, Larson, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Truex, Bowman, Reddick. Kirk Bush, Chase Briscoe, Suarez, Cindric, Seabell, as they're stacked right. right now. Right. And the reason they're the stacked that way is because you have guys points, like. 19 points below yep. the cut lines, Harvick, 
Amarola's 42 behind. Jones is 76. Yeah, Corey LaJoy's way out. Oh, yeah. But think about it this way. Like, your guys like um, Laney, as an example, since he's fourth in points, technically he's second in points, yeah. um, he gets eight bonus points, right? Right. That's how he gets back up there. So, but if you have 16 winners, he's out. Yeah, because then there's no there's no drive your way in spot. Right. We shall see. All right, so winners this weekend. What do you got? I'm I'm gonna go against the odds makers, man, and say and say Kyle Bush. Okay. I think JGR is fast there. I I think I my secondary pick or my I don't call him a dark horse because he's really not has to be Truex. He's just good at those at that configuration. He's right. He actually had a bad race last season because um, of the rain. He had the same situation as Kyle Busch. Right. He didn't wreck That's out. Right. He didn't wreck out, but um, definitely kind of ruined his race. Um, also, there's there's the whole new car, new track. Right. You know. Yeah, they've got some notes on this style of track, but not this track. And the asphalt's different everywhere you go, and that upsets those cars. And this could be a, this this whole season's been almost been impossible to pick because of that situation. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. All right, I'm gonna go Truex and Hamlin. Okay, twenty one. Should be easy. Um. <laughs> One nine. One. Definitely not picking Chase this week because he's terrible here. But maybe maybe HMS is hot. They figured it out, and he goes out and just. This is also not been. It's also not been an HMS track. That's the other thing too. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Blaney win and just get the monkey off his back. Yeah, he needs a win. He deserves it. He's had a good season. But I wouldn't mind seeing LaJoy pull one out, too. I think he can, you know, I don't know. I think if LaJoy wins, be... it's, it's going to be a big track. I think that's where you're going to get his first Yeah, it's going to be out. Daytona. Yeah. And that'd be awesome. Cool. Well, all right. Well, any any last thoughts for the week? Uh, dear NASCAR, if you're going to punish Noah Gregson, you might want to start looking towards the number one car. Because if we're just going to be out there running people over, you better put that black flag out. Signed every NASCAR fan who watches racing with half a brain. Yeah. I mean, I know that's a black flag, Ricky Stenhouse. Turn that dude because he pissed me off. Okay. Sure. Great. However, there's only so many oopses and I'm sorry's that, that can stand. You have to take the line here. Somebody's going to get hurt because Chastain's driving like an asshole. And that's all there is to it. That I can agree with. So either wrangle some him people in. Need, 
some people who are fans of him also need to realize it's not hate for your driver. It's your driver is driving like a little bit over his head right now. I, I got fresh watermelon in, in my house. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing the guy. I'm just saying drive with your head, bro. You got to be smarter than that. He's a good Come driver. On, I he's like him. He's, he's aggressive as hell. And that's, and that's okay. That's okay. Just be smart. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Be smart. I'll get off my yeah, because you can be aggressive. Denny Hammond proved it. You can be aggressive. You can move somebody. You can you can you can take some air off their spoiler, and not rack them. Pretty simple. He yeah, did it to Chastain, and Chastain did not pay the favor back. So, good times. Anything for you, buddy? You got you got any uh, parting shots? Nope. nope. All right. Well, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a with a full uh, drink. Drink your Ovaltine. Yeah, uh, you know, so don't eat too much lobster. Don't get bit by one. And uh, remember, you don't got to be an asshole to be an NASCAR fan. We love you. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.